Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. You okay? I'm fine. How are you? Well, I'm not over the fact that we saw each other this week and that we actually had a cuddle. An actual cuddle. We, we reckon we haven't seen each other this whole year. I know. We need to look back, actually, because when was the last time we saw each other? At the Albright. It must have been... Yeah. I don't know when that was. I've got no idea. I've lost track of time. The last two years, I've got no idea what's happened. But basically, we haven't seen each other enough. So when I when I saw you in the reception at Global, it was almost like seeing a boyfriend that I fancied <laughs> that I hadn't seen for ages. <laughs> Oh God! What does no, that does mean? that make sense? You know what I mean, though. No, no? <laughs> <laughs> I had to be near you. I had to give you a cuddle. Oh, then I realised yeah. that I didn't want to sleep with you. Oh, good. Oh, that's what that's what I was worried about. There I thought, you what go. What do you mean, <laughs> a boyfriend you haven't seen for a while? God, that would be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> just had a nice week in Whitstable with my family. James stayed for the week, which was nice because he never gets to do that. No. So that was good. Was he going in and out of training and then, and then yeah, coming back to the house? Yeah, so he just drove to training and then came like came back. It was only an hour, so actually, it, you know, it was fine. Um, and yeah, it was, just, it was just a nice week. It's just, I mean, I still would rather be somewhere sunny. But, I know. Um, maybe we'll look at that for October. But it was just nice to, you know, spend like be with my mum and my dad, and my fa- like a lot of my family came down. We hired a beach hut, like it was just gorgeous, wholesome nice, British fun, wholesome. Exactly. I mean, some of the stuff I'm just not up for. We like went. What? To, I won't name where we went, but it was close to Whitstable, and we went like on, like, I don't know, to take the kids to like a fun fair. And yeah. James said I looked like just so like looking around thinking what the fuck are we doing here this is he was like and we got in the car after and he was like that was your worst nightmare wasn't it yeah yeah it really was well you were messaging me in the week going we want to take the kids to I won't name which one but we want to take the kids to a theme park and I was like okay cool let me just see if if my friend's still doing the PR for it and I was like oh no luck no luck and and you were like actually do you know what I really don't want to go I just want my friends to take the kids no I can stay at home and have a day by myself no you've had enough you've had enough no do you get that though you like you like when you spend like seven days in a row with the kids all day every day you need a break after no matter where you 
are. You could be in the Maldives, you could be in Barbados and you'd still feel the same, wouldn't you? Yeah, totally. And I completely back you on this, George, because I mean, obviously I needed I needed the holiday with them so badly for me to make me feel better. You know, the waking up in the same room with them every day, doing all the lovely fun activities that we did. But at the end of it, I did get in the car the next morning and drive to work and I was like, woohoo! Yeah. Freedom! Thank oh, goodness for yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looking for the nearest pub that was opening as I came out of work at 10 a.m. Um, but yeah, I, I hear you. And that's that's right. That means you spent good time with them and now it's time for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we've actually, last night we were on our own. We didn't really do anything. We just went for a walk with the dog. But it was just nice. Like, yeah. oh, this is... no. Actually, do you know what? One thing I have learned take your parents on holiday with you why did I never think of this before (laughs) because we could just do what we went out a couple of nights on our own and they were happy just to stay at home with the kids asleep I mean that is genius why I I mean anyone listening who's you know who would do that I would definitely recommend it I would recommend that option well we had Doz's dad and his stepmom down to stay with us this must have been Mm. about a month ago and we went to our friend's 40th and when we left obviously the kids were upstairs in bed we tucked them into bed and then his dad was like what time are you going to be back and we were like oh not late probably sort of 11 or something but don't worry about it just go to bed and he was like look I'm never going to be able to go to bed until I know that you're back in the house and at that point I thought oh god the alarm bells were slightly ringing so at 11 o'clock Dozer said I'm just going to go and text dad and let him know that we're going to stay on for a bit later (laughs) he never texted him right we walked in the door at 2.30 and he was still sitting downstairs in his dressing gown going well I've been really worried about you where have you been I was like oh my god I felt like a teenager do you I'm know what? 40. You say that. And if I, so all my friends live in Beckenham, which is where my parents live. Well, a lot of them do. So occasionally I'll go and stay with my parents and have a night out with my mates. And my dad, even now, as I leave the house in my 30s with two children, goes, Don't be late. <laughs> And he does the same voice that he did when I was 12. What do you Don't say? Don't be late. And I just go, yeah, okay. Yeah, he does. Exactly the same way as I probably did when I was 12. Yeah, I won't with my fingers crossed behind my back. <laughs> but it's just it, that whole thing. I mean, we'll probably be like that, so when our kids are older. Or we'll still be out raving. Yeah. And they'll yeah. be or, like, And they'll be mom? dragging us home. Exactly. Yeah. She's in Ibiza living on her super yacht with her partner, Georgia. that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, we need to get into today's chat. We're just actually having a natter now. So um, we managed to catch up with this amazing woman at the end of last week on a Saturday morning. Um, and it was kind of a rare moment of calm for her because she's always away filming in Europe and various other exotic destinations. And we managed to catch her the day before she flew off on her very own holiday with her kids. Um, some that is very well known in the public eye for being a TV presenter and presenting a show that's really famous. I mean, this is a show that's been on our screens for what, 20 seasons? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I loved, I grew up watching this programme. Yeah. So it was a really lovely chat. George, who are we chatting to today? Today, we are chatting to Laura Hamilton. So we always absolutely love talking to a mum boss. And I feel like um, the lady that we're chatting to today is basically encapsulates the whole of that phrase, the whole of that <laughs> sentence. Uh, a mum, TV presenter, entrepreneur. She's been doing a place in the sun. We just try to figure it out, but we can't. 
uh, well, we together, but her, she can't do it either. She can't remember how many series she's done, but basically the last 10 years, she's been jetting off all over the world to present a show that we know and that we love. Today, we're welcoming to the podcast, Laura Hamilton. Hello. Oh, hello. Thank you. Both, can I just say, you both look absolutely gorgeous and glamorous. <laughs> you really? You do. You do. I, I got I got back from France um late last night and uh yeah I just feel like I've got up done the washing and just a bit oh, like that you know with the kids and you know but anyway but you both look amazing that is the reality in everybody's house on a Saturday morning by the way like we're recording this yeah. on a Saturday morning so we're, we're stealing you from your weekend but I feel like if you haven't done four loads of washing by the time 10 o'clock comes around like who even are you you've probably been up since three in the morning haven't you that as well <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. When did you yeah. do your washing? And, and, and also, when you get back from any kind of trip, I've just been to Whitstable this week, and it's lovely, but you just see all the dirty washing piling up while you're there, and you think, oh, that's fun to go home to, isn't it? <laughs> that's why I try when I go away to go somewhere where I have the facilities to just wash everything when I'm there. So then when I come back... It's just literally like, right, unpack, back in the wardrobes, go, ready to pack again to go. But it um, doesn't always work. But when it does, it's uh, yeah, I mean, still a mission, <laughs> don't get me wrong, when you're having to pack, unpack, pack, unpack, pack, unpack all the stuff. Yeah. But it's far easier when you can do the washing away. Yeah, when it's not dirty. I feel like starting off a podcast talking about washing yeah, might I know. be That's the my... sort of pinnacle of where we've got to in our lives. <laughs> we're, we're laundry women. Laundry women. <laughs> Today's podcast, we're going to be giving you our top, 10 washing tips. <laughs> Laura, let's talk about um, your career and um, where you are and what you're up to and stuff, because as far as we can see, you're jetting off all over the world constantly, but you're obviously managing two kids as well and home life. So how is it all for you? Oh, honestly, it's uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it is for any working mum. Um whatever you do the, the mum juggle is is insane irrelevant of whether you're traveling or abroad or working in the UK or trying to work from home and juggle kids like it's always crazy no matter what um I just have the absolute I, I've been incredibly lucky to be part of a show that has allowed me that from the day my children were born to travel with me whilst I work and you know I've got to say as an employer they have been phenomenal um because at three weeks old or four weeks old Rocco was with me traveling in fact I was doing the jump when when Rocco was four weeks old I took him I took him away to Austria and then um the same with Talia when she was three weeks old I went back to a place in the sun you know, I think when you're when you're freelance, as as you know, we all are self-employed in this industry, you're sort of paranoid of, oh God, like when's the next job gonna come in? When's the next job gonna come in? So as a you know, as a woman, when you have children, well for me anyway, I was like, Oh god, if I if I don't go back to work quickly, then you know, I'm gonna lose my job. And a place in the sun said to me, like, don't be ridiculous. Of course you won't. You know, you're part of the family, you don't have to come back, take as much time as you want. But I was like, but I want to, I want to, I want to. And I feel quite lucky that Rocco and Talia have had both, because they're so close in age, they're 17, 17 months. Um, they've both had a very similar experience and upbringing in terms of being able to travel with me. I didn't have like one at school and one, I couldn't have done it any other way. I couldn't yep. have done it any yeah. other way. Yeah. 
Actually, that you know what you say about being freelance that always fascinates me because when I um, fell pregnant with my son Axel I was in like a normal job where I knew I would have a year's maternity leave and then when I was when I was pregnant I met Zoe and she was in a completely different boat and she was saying oh no you know I'm probably going to need to go back to work after a few months and I guess it's something that I had never cons- like even considered in my head that you know, you would feel that pressure. Someone would feel that pressure to do. And now, you know, we do this podcast and you speak to so many people. Was mm. it a def- Was it a consideration when you were planning to start a family that you had that in your head? No, do you know, I just, no, I, just, I just think everybody's journey and everybody's situation is different. And, you know, as parents, we don't know what we're doing. We just wing it. We just... Mm we just make you know I knew that I wanted kids and I somehow had to make it fit into my life um and I was I I never thought oh god when I have kids how's it going to work in fact I remember having a call with Jasmine Harmon because we she does the show as well and we've got two children who are very similar ages in fact her daughter is two weeks older than my son and her son is six months younger than my daughter so we we very much kind of experienced the same journey, totally different as mothers, but had the same experience. She's a real earth mother. I'm a bit more like, yeah, come on, let's just just you know <laughs> jump off cliffs and do this. And um, but I remember phoning Jazz and saying, "Oh my god, Jazz, uh, I'm pregnant." What the hell? And she went, "Oh my god, Laura, I'm pregnant." And so we were thinking, "Shit, we're going to go and tell Blaze and the Sun that we're both having babies. What the yeah. hell are they going to say?" Um, but I don't know. I just, I knew that I wanted to have children and I just thought I've got to somehow figure how it will, it will work. And this goes for anything I think in life that often we don't, we don't know, but we find a way. Mm, (laughs) It just, we just, we just make it, we make it work. Um, And I do look back and think, oh my God, like what on earth did I do? I had a four week old baby. I was taking part in the jump. I was breastfeeding. I had Nikki Clark, the hairdresser, who was taking part in the jump in the hotel room next to me. And I came down, I remember coming down to breakfast one morning and him going, oh my God, there is this weird ass noise going on in the room next door. It's like, (laughs) and I was like, oh yeah, that'll be me. That'll be the breast pump. Because, Because I was, I was obviously, doing that show and my mum was with me looking after Rocco and I had to make sure that there was milk every day and and I I look back and just think god it was a just a bit of a a whirlwind really um but we do it we do it isn't it amazing though and I I often think this that I don't know whether it's maybe the language that we've grown up with as women um, who want to be mothers um, or it's what we see in adverts, what we see on telly, or it's what maybe our employers say to us or just the pressure that we feel on ourselves that makes us have the fear around telling our employers that we're pregnant or taking some time out to have our babies. I mean, I definitely felt that. And I really regret going through all of that fear in the first six months. I really wish that I'd been maybe stronger about it. And I forced myself back to work way too soon. And I really, it really had quite a damaging effect on me so much so that after 10 weeks, I went back, tried to do a couple of shows, couldn't get my brain to work. You know, other women I, I've seen in, in the public eye, they've gone straight back and it's worked for them. You know, some women take a year, some some people don't go back. So whatever works for you. But for me, it was like, I remember being so frightened to tell my employers that I couldn't do it at this stage and wanted some more time. How sad, how sad that yeah. that is how, how we still feel in, in, in some arenas, you know, that, that shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But you know, it's interesting hearing you say, oh, you regret this, you regret that. I just think, oh, do you know what? Like, I don't think we should regret it because I just think mm. we, we are just all doing what we think is best for us and our 
our children and whatever and it's just like no, no one's perfect no one knows what we're doing so yeah. we just mm. just don't don't don't, and so, and don't feel bad for it you would never have known that you didn't feel ready until it. you yeah. tried that's yeah. the thing isn't it because yeah. you can say in your head oh I'm going to take a year off and then some people after a few weeks would think oh no I'm definitely not going to last a year and yeah. vice versa yeah. I actually think in like a like HR department or whatever they're not allowed to ask you how long you're going to take I feel like that's like some kind of oh, rule really? in like an really? HR department you they can't ask yeah I'm sure because I remember when I was sort of going on maternity leave people being really weird about how long you're going to take off and, and trying to ask in a roundabout weird way and then someone nudging someone else saying no no, no you're not you're not allowed to say that you're not allowed to say that and now I kind of get it like yeah because they don't want anyone to put a definitive answer on it because you just don't know until you're you in how you're situation. gonna feel yeah. yeah 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 it's great to hear you talk about channel four like that though Laura that's amazing that they were so supportive and you know gave you well, the space were. that you need yeah I mean it went it was the same with the jump you know that the production company that made the jump to yeah four. they're great, they were great. Yeah. They they allowed me to take Rocco and I I've got this amazing photo of Davina McCall holding Rocco on a plane on the way back from Austria at like four when he was four weeks old and um, yeah so so they they were I mean there's plenty of companies out there that you know they do support they do support yeah. women in what they they want to do but then obviously there'll be companies that don't so um, I do feel I've been very lucky no it's great and do the kids um, understand your job and how do they feel about you leaving they and coming do. back and how does that make you feel well they they do understand it because they've pretty much travelled with me full time yep. and um, like a nanny um, or or my mum or my mother in law until they were like school age so um I mean bearing in mind they're six and seven now it, it hasn't been long that I've yeah. been doing it again on on my own so what I will say is for for uh, children and travel um I mean in the first 11 months of Talia's life she'd been on 23 flights wow, which wow. <laughs> was was crazy and the and the, then the third flight was because there was a connecting flight somewhere so the odd odd number flight was in a connecting flight but um People say to me, oh, my God, like, how did you do it? How do you travel with children? But I think what you have to remember is I I didn't know any different. That was my yeah. experience yeah. of it. So it was like, well, I just did it. And I gradually, yeah, I used to travel with so much stuff. And then I gradually over time was like, well, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't need all this stuff. I know how to make it work now. Mm. Um, and you can buy stuff abroad easily. You don't, you, so, so I, I did that. And then I'd say for travel with the children, it's it's amazing because you know we, they have been to so many different places in the world. Talia, in particular, is is very good at Spanish. She's not fluent, but she's she's you know, got a really good little accent. Rocco doesn't doesn't care at all. Uh, but they're both <laughs> very very um, good swimmers, and they they're very I'd say they're not intelligent. Like I'm not they're not like you know massively academic, but they are they're very worldly and they've kind of matured because of the travel and the experiences and the people they've met. Yeah. So um, now when I go away on my own and I only ever go away for, I'll do like four or five days away from them yeah. and then I'll come back and then I'll have like two weeks at home and then I'll do another five days. They know what I'm doing because they've been part of that experience. So I was in France last week and I didn't take them this week because I was only there for 
for five days. And I was FaceTiming Talia one morning um, as I came down to the car park to get in the car to go to location. And she said to me, who's the crew? Who's the crew? Who are there? Is it is it Sandy and Jonas? It, can I say hello to the house yeah. hunters? And I was like, yeah, Aww. cool. So, you know, she's she's um, she knows what I'm doing. She knows the process. If it comes on TV, no, of course they don't want to, like, it's not like they want to sit down and watch it. But Quick, they mum's know. on the telly. <laughs> They're like that. No, no we want to watch Paw Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> no, so they, they know what I'm doing and they know that I'm going away to work, not yep. on holiday, which a lot of people think I'm doing when I'm presenting a place in the sun. They're like, you go yeah. off on holiday again. I'm like, you do realise it's it's not it's not a holiday. And in fact, I'm I'm going on holiday tomorrow um, with the <gasps> Where children. Where are you going? I'm taking the children to Croatia. Oh my God, we just got back. Oh, did you? Where did we you had go? the best time. So we flew into Split and then our That's hotel, where I'm going. We stayed at the, the, the Meridian, the Meridian, um, which okay. is about half an hour from the airport. But yeah, it was just dreamy, like absolutely perfect for the kids. Amazing kids club. They loved that the, they had like three different pools. Obviously, ocean was nice and warm. Food was great. It was brilliant. I fell in love with Croatia. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going tomorrow, oh, just myself and the kids for just for uh, for five days, four or five days before they go back to school. Yeah, and um, you know, it, it's kind of like, well, what, Laura? Why are you going away again? Why are you going on holiday? And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a holiday. I've actually yeah. said to Rocco and Talia, we are we are going on holiday. Mummy isn't filming. She isn't working. We're gonna, you know, go on some boat mm. trips. Um, it's it's all about us time. And yeah. um, I mean, Rocco, my son, hates social media, so he's like, oh god, get off of that thing. Like, get off it. So I'm like, look, we won't. It'll be really. Whereas Talia's like, yeah, come on, let's, you know. But yeah, yeah they're very different, very different. So going on holiday and. Um, because when I film a place in the sun, I do go to amazing places. But if I do, if I'm there for a long period of time, like I might be over the summer holidays, in which case the children will be with me, my weekends are off in the destinations that I'm filming in, which mm. are amazing. But I'm I'm there because of work, not necessarily because I've and I love to travel. Like I've I've always mm. travelled throughout my life. So the fact I'm going to Croatia on holiday tomorrow. I'm very excited. <laughs> Even though I've got to do that, that what that's why that washing's on to quickly turn around and repack and go again. We'll be right back after this short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? When you're filming like in the school holidays, what are the kids getting up to? Is it kind of like normal life? Like, are they in camps? Like, what are they doing yeah. while you're filming? Yeah, well, I mean, last summer was, uh, <clears throat> last summer all went a bit pear-shaped because um, yeah, we, we, we obviously, we were, when the pandemic happened in March and then we had a filming break until uh, July and then we picked up again as the, the windows like started to open again with travel. And I flew out to Spain. The plan was last summer for me to film in Spain for six weeks. So I'd um, I'd booked the accommodation. Um, I'd, I'd sort of hired, rented an apartment out there. I'd got my children into an international school for four weeks of summer camp so, like, they could improve Spanish because they can't be around a pool six weeks, you yeah. know. Yeah, like, you exactly. can't in the summer. You need to be, they need to be doing things. And as I was coming into land in uh, into Malaga last uh, July 25th, it was, um, and I flew out two days before the rest of the crew so I could just have a couple of days with the kids and get settled. I was fly- I was on a BA flight, actually, and I was coming into land. And I'd had the, the Wi-Fi taken on the onboard Wi-Fi. And I saw this news flash come through to say um, anyone that's, that comes back from Spain tomorrow after 9 o'clock in the morning or after 4 a.m. in the morning, you have to quarantine for two weeks. At which point it was like, oh, God, so now what? Because I've just arrived for six weeks of filming and that clearly isn't going to happen. So I had a phone call from the exec and she was like, Laura, film is cancelled. And I was like, what? But I've just come to Spain for six weeks and we rented an apartment and the kids are in here. And, and she was like, look, just sit tight and we will reschedule, um, we'll, we'll work it all out. So the crew didn't bother flying out. And I stayed in, in Malaga for four days. And after four days, the office called me and went, right, you're going to Greece. You're going to fly from Malaga to I Amsterdam. I remember seeing Amsterdam. this in your stories. Yes. Yeah. Amsterdam to Thessaloniki and we spent six weeks in Greece but you know it I am somebody that I'm like well I just think you've got to go with you've got to go with whatever happens you never know what life's going to throw at you embrace the adventure there's no point in going oh well it's all gone wrong just go right let's just deal with it let's just just we'll, we'll just embrace it so we ended up in Greece for six weeks and in the course of that six weeks um it was amazing going to all these different Greek Greek islands the children would be doing things like going to kids clubs at the hotels or if we'd have been in Spain, they would have gone to an international school. Um, this this summer, we were in Spain for four weeks and Rocco went to Marbella Football Academy for a week. Talia went to a Spanish cookery school for a week. I just think what amazing experiences for them. Yeah, I, I do. Look, I do like to keep them busy, but it, it's, it's really interesting you say amazing experiences because... I do get some criticism from some people saying, oh, there's no stability for your children. You know, they're here, there and everywhere. They're traveling all <sighs> over the place. Like they, you know, they're not state. And I'm like, actually, I, I beg to differ because, you know, they they come home, they go to a school, that school that hopefully yeah. they're, they're at, mm. they're going to stay at until they're yeah. 80. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. how can how can anyone say that a child, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, this is just my experience and I've just done what's worked for me. And I just think no one should really criticize any mum for what they decide to do. Or, Nobody should know, criticize how- any. 
everybody. It's not any parent's decision. It's their own decision. And exactly. what you're giving to your kids, like Georgia just said, is this amazing sense of adventure, you know, the spontaneity, the travel, you know, all the yeah. exciting things that they're going to get, different cultures, different food, different languages. It's, it's an amazing gift that you can give a child. That's your choice. Some people may not want to do that. That's fine. They yeah. can step, but that's yeah. fine too, you know. But I hate the fact that you've received criticism. And I, I, I wanted to sort of move the subject onto the sort of mum guilt, which we see a lot of on across sort of social media and what I think is so great is that people are talking about that sort of mum guilt um, now that you've started kind of traveling um, you know filming without the kids how how do you put that in a box and how do you get on with it because I imagine there are certain days which are quite hard not being able to be with them yeah I, I mean thank thank the lord for FaceTime you know when I'm away I will FaceTime talk to the kids like two or three times a day um, I think the fact is that my I, I say to them all the time, look, mummy does what she does because, you know, we we want to be able to do the things we do. We wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. So, and they understand that. They see that they've got two working parents. And, um, you know, I also do feel that as a, as a mum, like you're still you mm. and it really is important to take a bit of me time, whether you're, if you are working at home and with your children all the time, like amazing. I, I I would never have been able to be that person because I I knew I I wanted my my job too. I've every respect for any like any full time mums, but I think if you're a full time mum at home, it's still important to take your me time and not feel mm. guilty for it. And I think your children will respect you for that as well as seeing that you are you and you are a person. You're not just their mum. Yeah. Yeah. That does that. everything for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. We talk about that a lot, don't we, George? Because we, we I think there's been periods during our parenting where we felt really guilty and then actually um it's a bit of a waste of emotion because you can't do it all. You can't be with them every single bedtime and every single morning if you've got a job that means that you're gonna get back past seven o'clock or up and out the door like sometimes I am at four AM. You just can't have it all. Yeah. And if they want, you know, to right. do the nice things and, and also I say to my kids, and George you say the same that you like you like you love your job. It's really yeah. you're allowed to love your job. Exactly. And also I sort of feel like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like like you said, where people say <laughs> yeah. your children have got no stability, right? What does that mean? Because do they have stability? Like, is there certain stability in your adult life? No. no. And so you're teaching them to adapt and you're teaching them, but then some people would look at it on the other way. So I just think any any way you decide to parent, someone will have something to say about yeah. it, won't they? Yeah. No, they def definitely, definitely do. So just do what you think's <laughs> right for, for you. Oh, yeah, yeah well, actually, you posted something on your social media about missing um, sports day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've missed so many nativities, like so many nativity mm -hmm. plays. And I'm like, oh, my word, like, does that make me just awful, awful? Because I got the dates wrong with my filming and I couldn't be there. And yeah. I, know it, I know it's bad, but, like, you're, they won't they don't remember that like no. that's our guilt that we live they won't mm. care at all I mean the thing that I oh actually it's about loving your job something I say to Rocco and Talia all the time is do you know what it doesn't matter like don't do a job because you think it's going to earn you loads of money just do a job that makes you happy um and because you're going to be doing it a lot so just find something find something you love and enjoy so Talia says to me she wants to be a, a singer and a farmer on Britain's Got Talent. Whoa. <laughs> a singing farmer. A singer and a farmer. And I don't know why she wants to be a farmer because we don't live anywhere near a farm. But she says she loves, she says she loves, she says she loves, she loves farms and she loves horses. And I'm like, 
Okay, right. maybe, we, maybe we need to do something about that. So Rocco said he wants to be a vet, but then he said he wants to be a boxer too. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. Isla was saying to me last night, my stepdaughter, she was saying um, just along the lines of like, you know, do what you love and stuff like that. She said, you know, you've taught me a few things, Zoe. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. What's what's going to come out of her yeah. mouth? Like, the first thing you've taught me is if you don't have the ingredients in the cupboard, use something else. And that's for when we're baking. And I was like, never have anything. I was like, oh my God, this is the first thing. I've known you for eight years, really. And then I was like, what next? And she was like, do a job that you love. And I was like, oh my God, that's the second thing. She said, she's yeah. only eight. Um, and then Brilliant. I said, what's the third thing? She said, you're always going to play good music in the car journey. I was like, I feel like I'm done. I can just check out now. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> but those lessons are important, not necessarily using different yeah. ingredients, but doing a job that you love, um, that, that will be my biggest gift to give to them because I want them to yeah. feel that they can do anything that they that their heart yeah. desires. And I guess you're probably saying the same to yours, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Anything that they, they, they want to do, as long as they're kind, as long as they're yeah. kind. Exactly. That's exactly. just constantly, I'm like, you'd be kind, you'd be kind, no matter what. Yeah. What well, about the kind thing? That's that's an interesting point. Um, it would probably be the worst thing in the world if the school rung and said your child's been bullying somebody oh. or has oh, been unkind yeah. to another child. How, how would you handle those sorts of situations? What sort of a parent are you when it comes to those oh, um, issues? I've, you know, I've had situations where I've had calls from the school to say, "Oh, um, this has happened," and um, you know, Rocco's been a bit boisterous in the playground because he's a boisterous boy yeah um and I'm like oh gosh okay like we'll 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 go in and and uh obviously you know you feel oh, you feel like oh my god I'm a I'm a bad parent because he's he's quite he's competitive he's sporty he's like getting stuck in so it's like well you know bring him home and we've got to just explain to him that you can't you can't be like that you can't you can't but then he, he on the other hand he's had um people sort of say things to him at school and mm he has come home and sort of said, oh, Sanso said I can't be his friend because of this. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's let's talk about that because actually, you know, you can be friends with anyone, like no mm. matter what. Mm. Um, and, you know, if, if someone's saying that, that you can't be their friend, just, just, just say, well, actually, you know, I, you can be, you can be, you can be my friend. So don't just always like, don't retaliate is what we were yeah. saying to Rocco. Yeah. Um, but Talia, Talia had a funny situation a couple of uh, weeks before they broke up from their school that there were a couple of kids in the playground, you know, getting quite fight. I mean, kids are kids, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm exactly. sorry, but, yeah, yeah. but, you know, I'm, I'm never going to say, oh, you know, my son's being picked on or my son's being picked on. But like, like they, they're all as bad. They're all learning. They're all developing, you know, their little brains, you know, from what they see at home or away or wherever. Um, I mean, who wants to be a child? It's just so oh, hard. God, no. yeah. I'm so glad I'm um, out of that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, Talia, Talia, we got a phone call from the school saying, oh, we're terribly sorry. Um, Talia's coat's been ripped at school. And I was like, what on earth? Like, what's been going on? And they were like, oh, they were playing the playground and uh, another child grabbed hold of her sleeves and, and pulled her and ripped out, you know, the insides of the, the sleeves. And I, there was part of me that was like, bloody hell she must have she must have been she must have been pulled pretty hard to, yeah. to rip the you know the insides of the coat and you know the mum felt banned the mum contacted me and was like oh we'll buy you a new coat and I said look do you know what 
don't don't worry about buying the new coat it's fine you know these things happen and mm. you know I'm not I'm not cross and I'm not angry I'm I, I mean I always sort of go oh I'm sure Talia did something to encourage <laughs> someone <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she said something it was like yeah come on then bring it on pull my sleeves um so I, I you know again I I don't know you just have to approach each situation as as it happens I don't have a I don't say I've got a a plan on how I deal with those things it's just like right this has happened what we're gonna do George have you had any of that yeah I was gonna say for anyone listening whose kids might be starting school soon I think this is the stuff that comes up that you don't necessarily think about before and you just I mean especially when they start reception you just don't expect all this stuff to come up I mean we've had loads of stuff like with my son Axel you know he comes home like upset someone's punching him and it's hard to set like my husband will probably be like punching back and then you think oh god is that the right thing to do is that not the right thing to do there's me like no two wrongs don't make a right but then like you say like he's I think he said he was being dragged across the floor one day and it's very easy as a parent to be like oh my god you're being dragged along the floor you're being bullied oh this is not right and you know you see parents storming up to the teacher every day and I feel I feel very sorry for the teachers oh quite often because you think oh god what have they got to say again but when you take it you you know when you put it in context they're prop they are playing they are learning they're learning how like Mm. they're they're learning their boundaries and then it you know turns out Axel's being dragged along the floor and I'm like oh gosh never do that again he went but it was fun then I think okay cool well who am I to say that's not fun (laughs) that's fine then but it is it's all this stuff that comes up when they start school and the relationships and you know who's saying what to whose parent and all of that stuff that you have to deal with Mm. that you just yeah you're just not prepared for no I'm freaked out about that because Laura my little one Luna she's starting in September so like literally two, two weeks time she'll be going off to reception and I was such a sensitive soul at school. Really? Go figure. Um, and like anyone said anything to me, I'd be like, ah, in the bathroom, like, oh, God. Oh. And my, my parents would be like, oh, God, we just don't know how to control you. Like, you're such a, you know, I really was like heightened emotion. So I really worry about Luna because she gets so upset about things. So oh. I just hope, I, I hope the school just give her a, a pair of like magic wings to be like, this is going to be her time to really, to know that the world yeah. sometimes can be a bit mean and you've got to, you've got to grow thick skin to get on with it, you know? But you can always, you know, have conversations with the school and just yeah. say look you know give you a heads up that this this is how she is I mean they but saying that it's actually um and the school giving them wings it's amazing how children can a- adapt a different sort of persona at mm. school right yeah. and then you know when I when I go in and they'll go oh yeah like Rocco's this and Rocco's that and I'm like really because he's not like that at home <laughs> and they're like oh no you know he's you know he's he's you know, he sits and he listens and he's keen and he's eager. And I'm like, well, really at home, he's just like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm like, no. So, but and that's the thing, right? That's what they always say about parenting. As long as they're great when they're with other people yeah. and, you know, if they go out and they're around other people and they're polite and they're kind, and actually as parents, you're the ones that always get the, the stick and the slack. Yeah, I always think that. Would you would you rather they were good in public and at school, or good at home? And I think yeah, oh, probably sure. in public, public. Yeah, in yeah, public yeah, yeah. and at school. Yeah. We can deal with <laughs> all the rubbish stuff. <laughs> um, Laura, we we're, we're very aware that it's Saturday morning and you need to get packing for your holiday. So, um, can we talk to you? Um, we like to ask our guests on every single episode for their five favorite products. So, obviously, you're the you know the travel guru. Is there anything that you kind of cannot ever go out the house without, or things? 
things that have kind of got oh. you through the years of being away with the kids or just products that you love basically well these have definitely changed over the years so when uh, the children were baby that were tiny babies I discovered a product called Duna which was incredible in fact I loved it when I was at home and when I was traveling um, and it's a, a car seat that turns yeah. into a push yeah. chair so oh my god I loved it I loved it I was like the, everyone needs one of these in their lives um so that was something that that when they when they got big I was like eking it out as long as possible because obviously <laughs> when I traveled I like to not have to take you know a car seat to the airport to then yeah. put that on and you know it was a car seat and then you could even take it on the plane if they were yeah. weenie weenie um and then when you get out the other side flip the wheels down and push it brilliant um so Duna most definitely uh, there's another um, product that I use and I'm hoping to, that my children will still use it for another year at least. It's called uh, Flight Scooter. It's made by Zinc, Zinc Flight. And it's a, a suitcase that the scooter flips up I've into seen the these. back. Yeah. They are, yes. again, like they are incredible. I, because now I've got to the point where I can actually, and this is why I'm saying I, I try and find accommodation where I have a wash a washing machine um, and I can do all my laundry. I, I've got to the point where I can actually go away. I went away for four weeks with the kids uh, with hand luggage just for them, not for me, because obviously I needed outfits for the, for the, <laughs> for the show. Yeah. But they, I, you can fit enough clothes in there for you know a week, brilliant. ten days. Do the wash, and it's brilliant mm. because um, I've always found that when you're traveling with children, you get to particularly Gatwick Airport late at night. And when they would weenie, there were never any push chairs to get oh, yeah. from the gate that would be miles away all the yeah. way down to the luggage belt with two little babies. So the, um, the, the the doona was great for this and also um, the scooters. So now they just get on scooters yeah, and, they brilliant. Use, and they go. Um, so makeup wise, everyone always asks me what I, I use on my, my skin when I'm in the sun and it not like melting i mix a mac face um a body tint with it cosmetics we love it you've heard of them ah, oh, yeah. absolutely absolutely love that have you got the it cosmetics brush to put it on with no i haven't oh yeah that's brilliant so my shampoo and conditioner um i i mix it up um a little bit i use living proof products yes um i love living proof i did use over the summer some fudge products but it made my hair because a lot of people um say to me about my hair color and i i don't dye my, this is my natural hair color i've, I've, ne- I've only what? i've never d- yeah put yeah. your head down I, but, oh let me my see. god oh my god look she hasn't got a root in sight wow no, so i so i um well, obviously, I do spend a lot of time in the sun, so like naturally, my my hair does um, bleach in the sun, and that's why, like in lockdown, people go, "Where are you getting your hair like done? Where are you getting your hair done?" And I was like, "Oh, it's, it's it is my natural color." Um, but I tell you what, I use is um, John Frieda as well, like the blonde yeah. blonde yeah. products. Nice. Just to finish up, what is the best piece of advice you've been given as a parent, or that you would give to another parent? I would say don't focus on what don't focus on what anyone else is doing or what any other child is doing. Like there's this obsession with little kids. It's like, oh my baby's doing this now. Oh my baby's doing this now. Oh my baby. Like even even as they get older, you'll get this. Zoe, when when Luna's starting school, it would be like, oh, what reading books your child on? What read? You know, there's that constant comp- like why don't compare? Don't compare your yeah. parenting skills. Don't compare your children. We're individual as parents. They're individual as children. So 
you know, no one knows what we're doing. We're all in the same boat. So just, just do what's in your heart and what feels right for you. Love Love that. that. Oh, Laura, thank you so much for (laughs) coming on. That has been so lovely. Enjoy your holiday to Croatia. Have the best time. Thank you. Thank you. I need some tips of where to go. Messaging you now. Bye. Thank (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I want to present A Place in the Sun. So do I. Can we do Place in the Sun Mummer's Edition? Yes. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Let's pitch it. She's lovely, isn't she? What a lovely, lovely human. Yeah. And do you know what? I just, you know, thinking about the experiences that she's giving her kids, you know, like Mm. one of them's off to cooking lessons in in Spain and another one's doing a camp. I just think, God, what a way to live. Like it's, and you know, lots of us can maybe try and do that kind of thing now Mm. with working from home. You know, Mm. we might be able to go and spend our summers working somewhere remotely Mm. and I just yeah I guess it's going to encourage people to think outside the box yeah I've just pitched to heart actually I don't know how it's going to go down but um to take off um like three to four weeks this Christmas um so that I can go and be in Kenya with mum take the kids and Doz and if if they'll let me to record remotely from the ridge which is like where the golf course is and they've got all the facilities and stuff and I'll just take my mic and I've just I pitched it into um into them last week being like I can make it happen so that I can go see my mum because I haven't seen her for such a long time please so I'm waiting to hear on that but I mean why not that's yeah I think a lot of companies now are like offering I think you can work two weeks of the year or three weeks of the year remotely and then obviously you can take the rest of your rest as holiday and uh, yeah I mean why not we've all pro- we've all proved now haven't we that we can work from wherever like, yeah we do this podcast like yeah. in all different places yeah um some people have recorded this from their car like outside a hospital <laughs> do you remember yeah. Helen that's what I mean you can make it work and you know it's an exciting place to be and hopefully it means that we can give our children lots of lovely opportunities um and they get to see the world Let's start the campaign, George. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, Well, as always, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe and follow the podcast. That just gives us uh, the chance to kind of spread the Made by Mama's podcast word, which is what we're trying to do. And if you do know one of your mum mates or dad mates that's not listening to the pod, give them a little nudge because hopefully it might help them out. Yeah, please do. And we love seeing where you're listening. So please do tag us um, in in your pictures on Instagram and we'll, of course, share them. And any suggestions for topics for the podcast or guests you'd like to hear from just drop us a dm we're on at made by mamas or on zoe's own channel at zoe hardman and we'll be back on friday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production insanity group here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.